Hello, I'm John Kenny, the Relationship Guy, and Relationship Coach, helping people to create healthy, intimate relationships. Welcome to the show, the show where we talk about all things relationships with a mix of my own relationship ramblings and some great guests from all walks of life who will be discussing the importance of relationships to them. Hello. So on today's show, I'm going to talk about apology languages. I have uh, previously written and made a podcast about love languages and how they can be significant in creating and maintaining a healthy, loving relationship. So if you want to listen to uh, the show about love languages, then please do go to the Language of Love episode. Did you realise that we have an apology language? This is the way that we express and like to receive what can be difficult to say. The phrase, I'm sorry. As with love languages, it is likely something that you haven't really put much thought into. And why would you? Sorry is sorry, right? Well, no. And as with the love languages, we all like to receive it in our own way. A way that we can actually accept that it is meant and then allows us to move on. I'm sorry could be all that a person needs, but to others, they can seem just like empty, meaningless words that ensures that to them, the problem is not dealt with. People make mistakes, and to be quite frank, can mess up big time. Expressing remorse or regret, taking responsibility, making restitution, and asking for forgiveness need to be delivered in a well-meaning, and sincere way. These languages are again from the work of Gary Chapman, who brought us the five love languages along with Jennifer Thomas. And with, as with the love languages, we all tend to have a favoured type of apology language. But these can fluctuate depending on the circumstances, and we may well use and prefer to receive more than one. So what are the five apology languages? What do they look like? And see if you can recognise the one that resonates with you the most. I also will include a link to take a test I found online in the show notes. So the first one is expressing regret. This is key for people who believe that words only mean something if remorse is also shown. It is not enough to just say sorry because you have been caught So this apology needs to come out with an understanding of what you're apologising for and may even uh, be a full admission and list the things that you've done that the other person hasn't found acceptable. And this is likely to be your apology language if you want someone to acknowledge the pain they have caused, you need your emotions to be respected and validated, And you also need to see some genuine signs of regret. You may want to hear something like, I feel ashamed of how I hurt you. Number two is accepting responsibility. This is when someone openly admits that they were wrong to do as they have done. Sharing that they take responsibility and can name the thing they have done to clarify that they indeed are aware of their actions. Without this, then forgiveness is hard to come by. To them, there is significant difference between saying you're right 
and I'm wrong. They have a completely different meaning. So this could be your apology language if you need someone to take complete ownership of the pain they have caused, you don't want to hear excuses and you need a clear admission of what they did wrong and that they are willing to rectify this in the future. You may want to hear something like, I was wrong for doing that to you. The third type is making restitution. So this language includes a way of trying to rectify the situation, make amends, search for a way to correct the wrong. Example situations could be when something has been broken, damaged or lost, forgot your birthday. What can you do to show it was an error and that you want to make up for it? On a more serious note, it also comes up with betrayal and how someone can make up for this to the other person. And this could be your apology language if you need someone to show they are willing to correct an issue, put their money where their mouth is, for example, and actions speak louder than words, and so on. You require them to improve on this particular negative trait to make things right. And you need them to take the lead in making it all okay again before you can move on. And you may want to hear something like, this is how I will make it up to you. Number four is genuinely repenting. Here a person will need to review their actions, has real regret for them and makes a commitment to prove they are changing or will change. Saying sorry will just never be enough. There should be a sincere drive to do and be better. Cultivate change and a new side of yourself. Engaging in a way forward and making specific plans to do just that. And this could be your apology language if you require assurances that these things won't happen again. That words are just not enough for you. And that you need proof that the person is intent on fixing the issue. And you may want to hear something like, I can only imagine how much pain that caused you. I'm very, very sorry and I won't do that again. Next time, I promise I'll do it differently. And number five is requesting forgiveness. This apology language allows time for the other person to process their hurt before assuming everything will go back to normal. They need time and space in order to forgive someone and may not be able to move on straight away. They need to feel that they have the power in their hands to decide whether to allow things to move forward. And you may want to hear something like, I'm so sorry for letting you down. Can you find it in your heart to forgive me? As mentioned, we all have a preferred apology language, but will likely require a bit from each in order to feel satisfied by the sorry that comes our way. Other studies have suggested that there are a specific six steps to an apology and it won't be effective at all if these are not present. And these six steps are expression of regret, explanation of what went wrong, an acknowledgement of responsibility, a declaration of independence, an offer of repair and a request of forgiveness. Apologising and becoming more aware are great, 
but without changes in action and physical proof of continued change. This means that a lot of apologies won't be enough to help other people feel that we are sincere in our sorries. So try not to move away from others when you mess up, no matter how hard that may seem to be. Be accountable in those uncomfortable moments and restating your commitment to change, which is then followed up by some visible action. Why is it so important to know your apology language and that of others in the first place? Well, assuming that you want your relationship to work out long term, then apology languages are significant to understand. We need to be able to apologise in a way that all people will feel heard, respected and valued. The languages can allow individuals to strengthen their relationships by improving their ability to facilitate forgiveness. If you have a healthy view and experience of relationships, which we know some people do not based on their own maladaptive relating patterns, then the end goal is to be able to move past arguments with each other and expressing regret and accepting responsibility for the things that we do and then putting the relevant changes in place to make things much easier to move on. To avoid misunderstandings and prolonged problems along with a deeper understanding of your partner and yourself. Get to know your apology language and theirs. Oh, and don't forget to act accordingly when these instances occur and an apology is required. So what to do if your preferred style is different from your partner's? Well, as with the love languages, you need to be able to apologise in the way that the other person likes to receive it. An example of the love languages is if you prefer words of affirmation, but the person that you're with likes acts of service, you can tell them that you love them and still do things for them at the same time. It doesn't have to be just the one way. The same will be said of them too. They can say they love you just as easy as doing something for you. So when it comes to apologies, not only does this make the apology come across as needed, but it also deepens your connection, as it shows an extra effort for the sake of your relationship. It doesn't matter which your preferred way is, you just need to practice what means something to them. Communicating is always key in relationships, and it's essential here. It is something that we will need working on and through, So don't be harsh with each other whilst you get used to the other person's style. You're going to make mistakes. You might get it wrong. But as long as you apologise and show you're working on it, it should be okay. When do you need to apologise? On the whole, if you feel or think you have a need to apologise for something, then you probably do. But as we know, that may not always be the case. As I discussed previously on episodes of my podcast and my blogs, some people can try and manipulate you into doing things they need uh, in order to remain or gain control in relationships. In the extreme, they can even gaslight you into believing that you need to apologise to them, even when you are certain you haven't done anything wrong. Uh, We know there are a lot of people out there that use these type of manipulative tactics. Uh, If you come across these types of things, then please do check out my previous podcasts and blogs where you can understand more about these behaviours. In my next rambling podcast, I will discuss why some people won't apologise. 
Hope you found something useful uh, from today's episode and try and understand what your apology language is and how you can take this forward in the next time you may fall out with your partner, friends or family. See what they appreciate in what you do. Understand what their apology language might be and have the harmonious relationships that you want in your life. You can take the apology language quiz to find out your preferred style and the link to that will be in the notes. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, follow and review the show. That is very much appreciated. And please do reach out if you would like to know more about how you can create healthy, intimate relationships in your life. I will leave you with this quote from Carl Bond. Although we can't go back and make a brand new start, we can start now and make a brand new ending. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Relationship Guide.